0: All right, today is Tuesday, July 18th. For me, right now, the 19th on Wednesday, when you're listening, most likely, the Yankees just made a blockbuster trade. Is it blockbuster? I don't know if it's officially blockbuster. The rest of the league wouldn't probably call it blockbuster, but for us, it feels huge and it's exciting. Let's talk Yanks. I have an interesting fellow coming on after the break. His uh, name is Jimmy, James, John Boy, whatever. The Yankee fan. All right. So you can see that I'm alone. Jake's not with me. You know, some people aren't on high alert when trades are going to happen. Some people have friends and lives and go out and get drinks. Other people uh, are home on weeknights watching the Yankees win a game in their bedroom because the office is uh, being used by um, guests. So I'm sitting on the couch, staring into a camera, talking to you guys, trying very hard to control my excitement. For what just happened, I feel I feel like I haven't eaten all day, and then took a five-hour energy drink. I feel like I just had a thousand espressos. Um, I'm hyped up, and I didn't know this was gonna happen. And it it I was hyped up before I knew this was an excited hyped up. When the when they said let's walk through, they said Frazier been pulled from the game, and the hashtag hug watch officially went across. All of Twitter, and I got to tell you something. Hashtag hug wash, <laughs> hug watch. That's funny. Just everyone's spying in the dugouts. Who's giving hugs? Couple two years ago, J.R. Murphy was said to be giving hugs, and everyone thought he was traded, and he was not. So hug wash. Wa- it's very hard not to say hug wash, but hug watch. Exciting. I thought for sure it was Red Sox. That seemed. Like the way it was going. Everyone was like, Red Sox are going to get him. Red Sox are going get him. Then, drastically, it became Yankees. And then my skin started to shiver. I was like, oh, shit, a move? What's going to happen? Is it going to be good? Is it going to be bad? Can't give up Clint because he's playing right now. Frazier got pulled, so if Clint was in the deal, he'd get pulled. Can't give up. Glaber, because no one's going to take Glaber coming off surgery, even though it's not like that scary of a surgery. Non-throwing arm, Tommy John for an infielder, not scary. No, like like uh, no one's going to take Fowler because that's a surgery and an injury. You have to wait out to see if he recovers from that. Glaber, people may take him, but I, I didn't think so. So I was like, oh shit! So we're making a trade right now. Clint is still playing, so he's not in it. Glaber's not going to be in it. Fowler's not in it. This is exciting. Because I know a lot of people think highly of the low-level prospects. I don't come from... That's very new-age baseball, which is fine. I love knowing the prospects, learning the prospects. I'm not going to get excited about a guy until he's dominating at AAA and he's a year or two away. Um. So, Rutherford, a lot of people were upset Rutherford's in this trade. I don't care. I'm, I don't care about losing any of these guys. We have Judge and Clint... Who have basically stood up and said we're the future of this outfield? So that's two spots locked down. They probably re-sign Hicks next year. Maybe we have Fowler coming off of injury. He's gonna be there. Everyone thinks we're gonna trade for Harper or whatever, and not that we definitely are, but we have money to go out and get an outfielder if need be. We have Florial, who's a, a low ball player, who's on the same career path as Rutherford, and looking good. So too many people. Got to get rid of some. Get rid of them while they're high. Rutherford is super high right now. Everyone's talking about him, buzzed about him. Same way we were talking about Mateo last year, and the Mateo's stock kind of dropped. Yeah, he's doing good to get. He's doing good again at Double A right now since he got promoted. He's doing good, but he's not the same. He's not talked about the same way he was talked about last year. So you never know with guys in low, low A ball dominating. There's so many years between. That an MLB, where they their stock can drop. So when their stock's high, it, it it it's not crazy to want to move them. Also, me and Jake were talking about this, and we did some research, um, trying to find out a rookie who cashman traded who went on to haunt us, who went on to have a really good career. There's no one out there. I mean, Melanson came up. Melanson was terrible in the AL East. He also was a little... Crybaby bitch Uh, He's good now But I don't think He tried to be good In Boston He's not So That name came up Ben Gamble Obviously is doing good Half First half of his rookie year 20 years Is there a possibility Ben Gamble can haunt us Sure Maybe He's doing good Mike Lowell That was the one Like Cashman's first year as GM He went on That's the only name We could find Got Austin Jackson He was highly touted Jesus Montero Highly touted All bombs So I think cashman deserves a lot of our trust that he knows how to value talent or at least the people he surrounds himself know how to value talent so i'm happy okay let's what should we go first i didn't organize this this is very impromptu it's going to be shorter than usual we're still going to do our regular monday where we're talking about the games this is just trade heavy because i'm shaken with enjoyment or whatever you want to call it um So let's go into who we gave away. I just talked about Rutherford. Don't really need to say that again. Um, Who else did we give away? We gave away Clarkson. Clarkin. So the deal with Clarkin is he is a lefty pitcher in low A ball. Again, a lot of time for him to not work out. A lot of time for him to work out. Doesn't fit into our plan of wanting to win in the next two or three years. Maybe he come up on three. Probably not. We, our our window is now, this year opens a little more. Still not positive on this year. Still not 100%. We're not all in. But we're better. We're getting there. This should help. This trade should help for this year. So the window is now this year and probably the next two or three years is where we want to pounce. Sure, we want to sustain it for a long time, but we want to make sure we hit that. So if we can get guys under control for guys who won't be even in the bigs in that time span... Kind of a no-brainer. So this dude, Clarkin, he is a prospect, lefty prospect, and the to keep him, the Yankees, to keep him this year, they'd have to bring him on the 40-man roster before the offseason. Otherwise, we rule, we lose him in Rule 5. And with how many guys we're trying to protect, because we're loaded with prospects, that wasn't going to happen. So it was, hey, lose this guy or try to get him for something. Now the White Sox have him. That's fine. That's fine so Clarkin gone to be honest I had heard that name I've read that name a couple times never really knew that name and speaking of rule five no 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 Jimmy don't get ahead of yourself don't get ahead of yourself dummy okay so Clarkin's gone Rutherford's gone now uh, Tito Polo (laughs) which is a funny name whenever your name is four letters Two consonants, two vowels, two consonants, two vowels. That's pretty funny. Tito Polo. Sounds like a uh, song or some shit. I was getting a Tito Polo. Anyway, Tito Polo. Fuck, I don't know who that guy is either. I guess he's in A-Ball. He's in Tampa. Listen, I'm not a prospect horde. I like knowing the prospects. I don't know Tito Polo. And I can say that confidently because if I knew a Tito Polo, you don't forget a Tito Polo. Okay? Okay. That's a name you don't forget. So that's who we're giving away. And also, we are giving away. Tyler, the bad reliever, Clippard. Tyler Clippard. He's gone. He's gone, guys. And the guys we got, and now our bullpen is all strikeout fiends we have power arms and i've said this on a lot of these shows every time i have to talk about clippard i don't want a guy in her bullpen that doesn't have plus strikeout stuff i want a dude with a rocket fastball and a diving curveball and a crazy slider i don't want a guy that has a 93 mile per hour fastball and a 82 mile per hour changeup. that guy's boring as fuck I want my relievers to come out and make people look stupid and strike them out. I do not want them to throw lobs over the middle of the plate that get crushed. I mean, Hoffman did it. He was a closer. Great numbers. Don't know how he did it. Clippard, I don't like you. Which now here, now if you know me, like if Jake Jake knows this, he'd say it. I've drafted Tyler Clippard in our fantasy league cuz we do holds every year. For the last seven years maybe. And he's always been my guy. I always get him. As soon as like the late rounds come and people start picking up relievers. I'm like Tyler Clippard, that's my dude. So I thought I liked him for a while. Because he came up with the Yankees. He pitched against the Mets. He hit a triple in his debut. I thought I was a big Tyler Clippard fan. Until I watched him day in and day out. And I was like oh. That's what you throw? No thank you. No thank you sir. I don't want you pitching in uh, pressure situations because you need to be perfect. We just played Bartolo Colon. Tyler Clippard needs to be perfect command-wise for his shit to work because Patances Chapman, 100 miles per hour, they can miss their spot by an inch or two and sometimes not get beat. Clippard misses his spot by half an inch, ba-bam, home run. Probably a grand slam because he just walked three guys before him. Here's a quote from Clippert that just got released. He said it was gut-wrenching to leave, but it's a good trade for the Yankees. For sure, I understand why. That's tough to hear. That's tough to hear. Yeah, it's pretty tough that uh, they traded me, but I get it. They're trying to win, and I just don't help them win. Ooh, boy, is that tough to hear a player say that about himself? I understand why they traded me away. Oh, man, that's tough. It's also tough because... He, Tyler Clipper just gets bounced around. So last year the Yankees sold, but they did this facade like, hey, we're selling, but we're also still trying to play. So like we got clippered. We're still trying to win. And that's the Yankees way of saying, Just joking, but we're going to appease the fans that don't understand we're just joking. Now the White Sox are doing that. Like, hey, we're in sell mode. We are not trying to win this year. We're probably not trying to win next year, but we need some dude in the back end of our bullpen just to eat innings. So, yeah, we'll take Clippard, because, you know, he'll just eat innings for us. That sucks to be Tyler Clippard. He'll probably have like four good outings for the White Sox and then get traded at the deadline again to someone else. Ah, shit, that sucks for Clippard. That's such a sad quote. I understand why they traded me. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, clip. Fucking Charlie Brown probably said that, dropped his shoulders, and walked out of the room. Okay, what else do we got? So now, who did we get? All right, we got David Robertson. If you're a Yankees fan and, and you don't like D-Rob, I think you're crazy. High socks for Hope. If I had to emulate, if I had to compare my whiffball ball game to anyone, it would be David Robertson. Just a heavy, heavy fastball, a sweeping curve that's like sharp, but not like nasty, kind of pretty. Just like I, like, I like D-Rob a lot. Um, also, like, he was a good dude. So, and if you don't remember, if you're a new fan, David Robertson came up in 2008, pitched a couple games. But in 2009, he really made his mark in the ALCS. He came in with men on, uh, this isn't going to be 100% correct. He came in with men on first and second. I think he walked the first dude then had bases loaded one out or bases loaded two outs and got out of it. And they called him the uh, miracle man. No, the Houdini. Houdini. Called him Houdini. And it was like, oh shit, this guy's good. That's when everyone first took notice of him. He moved up the pecking order. He was our holds guy behind Mo for a while. Then he was the holds guy behind Soriano. Then he was the holds guy behind Soriano and Mariano. Then Mariano and Soriano left, and he was our closer. 2000. And 2014, he was our closer. 64 innings, 39 saves. Uh, I think he blew three or four. I looked it up earlier. Uh. But he was pretty good. He's pretty good. He signed a big deal with the White Sox because we valued Miller more. We got Miller. He left. He went to the White Sox. He took his money. Fine with that. Go get your money, D-Rop. He was best friends with Nick Swisher and Brett Gardner because they're all southern boys who like to fish and hunt. Talk about shit like that with a dip in their mouth. So Gardner's got a friend back. Gardner already said that he texted D-Rop and that he's happy to come back. I mean, I'm super happy for David Robertson to come back. That's... Uh, some dude said he didn't like him on Twitter. I was like, "What?" I don't know. He's like, every time I watched him, he blew a save. Oh, he didn't blow that many saves. I think you only watched the last game of Jeter's career, so you remember that. A lot of people like to watch just the commemorative games. Like, there's probably someone out there who just watched Jeter night, so now hates Tanaka forever. They never watched a game any of his three previous seasons where he was awesome. Okay, who else did we get? We got, actually, I don't know how to pronounce this dude's name. Canley is how I'm going to guess it. Just tweet at me if I said that wrong. I, I probably did. I don't know. So we got Canley. Canley is having a better year than um, Robertson, stuff-wise, I think. We also have him controlled. Oh, I didn't say that. So we have D-Rob controlled for next season. We have him for next year under air control. Guys, guys, that's really big. Now we have Chapman, Batances, and D-Rub for the next year as well. I know that we get our worries with Batances and Chapman, but if those guys play their potential, we have three big arms again. We learned what happens when you don't have three big arms. Sometimes you fail because you're only relying on two. Okay, I'm I'm looking up Canley's stats right now. He has come into... 37 games. He's finished 10. His strikeout, his, his strikeout 9 is 15. Yeah, that's fucking nuts. Okay, so he's a strikeout dude. So there's a stat floating around out there right now that about how all these guys. Um, we now have the top 5 in K percentage in the league relievers. So, so Dylan Patances is number one, strikes out 42.9% of his batter's face. Tommy Can- Conley, I'm going to guess now. Now I'm changing it from Canley to Conley. 42.6%. Chad Green, 37.1%. David Robertson, 35.6%. Araldus Chapman, 34%. Guys... This is very good. This is exciting news. And yeah, bullpens falter sometimes. But last year we had three big-ass names in the back of our bullpen, and they did a lot better than bad. This is huge news. For a team that's blown like 20 games, good news, guys. So Tommy Canley, we have him through 2020, I think. So we have him for the next three years. The White Sox said he was the most expensive piece. Not like money-wise, but value-wise, because we have him for so long. All right. Girardi said he spoke to Brian Cashman around 6 p.m. and was brief that the trade was in the works. Girardi said adding two arms like that could really help out. Those are two power arms that have strikeout stuff. That's. Girardi says everyone says the most basic stuff. People on Twitter get on the P- Girardi for that. But like, what's he going to say? It's not like Girardi's going to be talking like me. Like, I'm so fucking excited. We got Clippert out of here. Finally, we got David Robertson. He's better he's not going to say that he's going to say yeah it looks like we got good pieces Adam Warren on okay so oh they asked Adam Warren what's it going to be like to come back and Adam Warren said it may take a day or two to get over the awkwardness but once he settles back in it's going to be like he never left I'm so excited for David Robertson to come back and for Conley Canley to be in the bullpen okay now here's the other piece Todd Frazier. Now, Todd Frazier has put up a lot of seasons with 30 home runs and 100 RBIs. He is doing really not that great this season. He's kind of a glorified Chris Carter, dare I say it, this season. He has 17 home runs, but like a 205 batting average. Um, He was really good for a couple years, proved he can hit in this league. I think he was the third piece in this trade, clearly. They are like, well... Uh, we'll take him, too. He's a true rental, which is kind of nice because he does not block Bird or Cooper in the future. Next year, next year it'll be Bird and Cooper's chance to take first base. And I'm sure, Gerard, or I'm sure Cash will have a bigger backup plan next year. But that's kind of the idea. Um, oh, because Frazier's going to play first. Now, listen, there's a part of me that comes out tomorrow. They're like, Frazier's going to play third. And I'm wrong. And I hate just putting bold predictions out there because I don't like being wrong. But in my mind, Frazier plays first base because Hedley's doing good. I mean, he's hitting well in July. He doesn't have the RBIs. He doesn't have the power, but he's got the average. Now Frazier gives you the power and the RBIs. So maybe Hedley goes to first and Todd plays third because Headley has a worse arm. I don't don't know. They're both going to be in the lineup, I would guess. Cooper goes down um, because Choi is a lefty. And it would make no sense to have two, three righty dudes you're going to put on the corners. That's just my guess right now. And uh, by the time you listen to this, it could be different. Who knows? So, Todd Frazier, he's got seven years under his belt. Well, he's got six full years under his belt. Here's his home runs. 19, 19, 29, 35, 40. RBIs, 67, 73, 80, 89, 98, 44. So, this year he's got 16 RBIs. Or 16 home runs, 44 RBIs, but he's hitting two oh seven. So that's not going to cut it. Now, here's where I go off the stats and the sabermetrics and talk a little Joe Torre about feel, feel of the game. You got to think Todd Frazier's playing uninspired baseball right now. He's on a White Sox team that is selling out, that is in rebuild. He's not part of the future. He's known that. Probably doesn't like it there. He seemed to like Cincinnati. Now he's coming to his home team, his childhood team. Dude's from Tom's River, New Jersey, won the Little League World Series. My grandpa actually went into the parade because my grandpa lives in Tom's River with Todd Frazier. There's a picture of my grandpa on a limo with Todd Frazier and all those kids. Bizarre move for my grandpa just to wander into a parade and act like he's part of it. Pretty funny, though. Anyway, you have to think Frazier gets a little inspired, a little juiced up, a little pep in his step to come back to New York City come to his hometown, come to a place that is in contention, that's winning, and that wants to win now, and that just asked for him. you got to think, a lot of these guys take it personally. Um, Last year, Brett Gardner was asked about the possibility of being traded. He said it would suck, but I would also be flattered if there's teams out there that think I'm an asset to their team. When I first heard that, I was like, huh, that's an interesting way to look at it. So you've got to think, Frazier is now thinking, shit, my childhood favorite team, the Yankees, have a winner under their belts. They're in a wild card race, and they want me to play for them. That's got to juice them up a little, get some gas going. Now, again, this is just like all mental hearsay. None of this can be true. They're not stats. you got to think that plays a little part. Hopefully he picks it up and does well. I think he's going to play first. He's not going to be worse. He's proven that he can do it in the Bigs. So he's a better option than Choi or Cooper. Now, this doesn't mean we get rid of Cooper. He can still be around for next year or if someone gets hurt, which may likely happen. All right. Is there anything else to talk about? Frazier covered. Canley covered. Robertson covered. I'm very excited for all of them. Rutherford. Clarkin, they could come back to bite us in the ass who knows like I said we scoured all trades if you guys have some out there of guys that Cashman has traded that have gone on to have career years or career or great careers that were in our system we traded them you can also say we traded Soriano for A-Rod clearly A-Rod had a better career I mean we got Soriano back anyway what else is there to talk about? Do we go after a starting pitcher now? I think Cashman kind of forced his hand. Like, hey, um, you can't – no half measures for all you Breaking Bad fans. I don't know if he goes after Sonny Gray or if he goes off after a mid-tier starting pitcher, but he's got to get someone. I think he's got to get someone now. Everyone wants Chance to come up. I want Chance to come up too. Chance ain't going to cement us. He he's There's no guarantee in Chance. Tanaka, need him to pitch well. CeCe, need him to pitch well. I personally trust that they will turn it around and be great for us down the stretch. Seve, Gumby, we like those guys. One more dude, if it's an ace, if it's Sonny Gray, then I'm pretty happy. I'm happy, but I I lean optimistic. You guys all know that. Um, If Chance comes up and does good, sure, that's great. I just don't think that's a guarantee, and I think right now Cashman's trying to lock it down. He just so... We still have guys we can move. We can move Mateo. We can move Andujar. I know everyone likes Andujar because he came up and did really well against a struggling uh, White Sox team in one game. But people are blocked. We have Didi. We have Castro. We have Glaber at third. We have Cooper, Bird, or Trade at first. Mateo, Andujar, two infielders. One of them can be moved. When you have high-level prospects, moving them for proven talent isn't a bad thing. It's not like we're going to be – A team without prospects. We still have a lot of homegrown talent. We have Clint. We have Judge. (coughs) We have Clint. We have Judge. We have Gary. We're going to have a lot of guys coming up. We're going to have young guys. We're going to have good guys. Holiday at the DH. Okay, let's do this. Let's go through our lineup now. If I was to do the lineup, which I guess all the time, and I'm always wrong. If I was to do the lineup, this is in my brain real quick, so let me think. All right. Gardner. Lead off, Clint Frazier batting second. Judge batting th- no. Gardner leadoff. Clint Frazier batting second. Aaron Judge batting third. Gary Sanchez batting fourth. Matt Holiday batting sixth. Starling Castro batting seventh. Frazier batting eighth. Dee batting did I miss something? I missed everything. Okay, guys, sorry. We're gonna do this again. Gardner leading off left fie- center. Gardner leading off center field. Clint Frazier batting second left field. Aaron Judge, batting third right field. Gary Sanchez, batting fourth. Catching. Matt Holliday, D.H., batting fifth. Starlin Castro playing second base, batting seventh. Todd Frazier playing first base, batting eighth. Chase Headley playing third base, batting ninth. Did I do that right? That's what my lineup would be right now, I think. I don't know lefty-righty splits. I didn't think about that at all, but that's what I would do. All right, I think that's all. I think I wrapped everything up. I'm very excited. I actually talked about this a lot longer than I thought I was going to be talking about this. Jake and I will be back. We're doing Sunday night. Uh, we'll be po- The next one will be posted Sunday night. Monday, we'll go into the gameplay, talk about Judge's crazy throw, talk about Cooper getting three doubles and then maybe he's not even on the team anymore, and we'll get Jake's thoughts on the trade. Thanks for listening. Subscribe, rate, review. Some people, if you can't do that, let me know because some people tried and they can't get the review button, and also there's been no reviews, and it makes me sad. So subscribe, rate, review. It'll help my heart. Oh, speaking of my heart, having the trade situation, having Batansis give up runs in the eighth, or not runs, but Batansis have a scary eighth trade situation. Whew, my heart was struggling. All right. All in all, I'm excited for the trade. I think this helps us. A jolt in the right direction. Go Cash Go. Go D-Rob. Go Frazier. Go Canley Conley. I don't know how to pronounce your name yet. Peace. Go Yanks! Let's-